Hi, and welcome to the Home Girls Podcast. We are the women behind the homepage.life, Jenny, Kristen, Rebecca, and Megan. Our podcast is a companion to our mission of the homepage, to come together and learn lost skills for self-sufficiency and freedom in our homes, all of it for our families. We're so glad you're here. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Home Girls from the Homepage.life. We are excited to have you with us today. All four of us are back. The band's back together, guys. We've got all of us here today, and we want to talk with you. And maybe you have some of the same experiences as we have had. We want to talk about the garden year in review. So the summer, I think we can all safely say that the summer plants, the summer gardens, they're on their way out. They're, they're a little sad. Some of them are just completely torn up. But we're going to talk through all of the things. So, ladies, what was your biggest victory this year let's go let's go one by one and Kristen why don't you tell us what was your from a crop perspective what was your best garden outcome of the year um I would do a toss-up between onions and potatoes I was really happy with those this Ah, year yes yes okay Jenny what was what was your your best player Or Rebecca, what was your best player of the year? Um. <laughs> so I'm like, can we list the worst? No, just kidding. Um, we'll do that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you know, Virginia has some awesome laws now, and um, CBD was okay. Our- the best thing that we grew this year. So the best grower. Okay. Um, so my best was definitely my tomatoes. That was my best producer. My and I do have some peppers that are still going, like some bell peppers. Um, so that was that was surprising that that did as well as it did. But now let's do let's do the the epic fails. What was <laughs> Um, what, and I can start for us, um, cucumbers, absolute disaster, like not a one could I eat out of my huh. own garden. Not oh, a one. Yellow. Yes. Oh. They were the stupid yellow ones, but also they were stupid and, and like balls, like you would have thought that they were gonna, that, that I had planted watermelons instead because they were that round. And Girl, then you had just got stuck. Cucumber. You had a lemon cucumber is what you had. Well, that's not what I planted, though. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing. A ball-shaped yellow cucumber is a thing. So maybe, but you, you know, you still would have liked the taste of them, probably. Yeah, what would the taste gross? Well, then if yeah. they taste gross, then that's maybe not what you had. Right. I think that they were just dumb. Like they just were. <laughs> and that's the only thing that I could call them all summer long. I kept saying that because they just never did right. But anywho. So, all right, Kristen, what is, what was your fail of 
of, of the summer? Like, what was the crop that was like, womp, womp? Oh, man. My fail is a real heartbreaker for me, and it is winter squash. Dang I, it. I know, which was is, like, normally my big producer and, like, my cash crop for the winter. Right. Um, oh. early things. But I'm just shifting gears and planning to use more sweet potatoes and more potatoes and more, you know, just, and I stored more like yellow squash, zucchini in the freezer for winter eating. So I'm just shifting gears. I picked up a couple of butternuts at John Henry, and I'll probably pick up some more winter squash to store, but I had vine borers and Mm -hmm. squash and they just decimated them. So I'm going to burn my garden. Are you? I am. I'm. We're going to burn it and hopefully get rid of that problem or get ahead of it for next year. That's the plan. Oh That's my awesome. gosh. Do you have so, one of the blow torches? We do. So yes, that is what is going to happen. It's going to be oh my fun. Gosh. Oh yeah. Jason's <laughs> going to have a real good day. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like, a, um, the, I don't, well, actually, first off, first we have to t- hear Rebecca's fail. What was the biggest fail in your garden this year? Biggest fail was watermelon. Okay. Um, they mm. were so cute and pretty on the vine. And then we went to check it and blossom end rot. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, bummer. That yeah. is sad. That is yeah. real sad. We ended up- know, all of those the blossom end rot and the um and those cucumbers they both the a contributing factor to both of those was likely the drought you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah because we did have a terrible drought this year mm-hmm. yes yeah and we didn't this was in our hugel culture and i mm-hmm. excuse me i didn't um whole prep like i normally do as much so it could have been blossom and rot has i think it's magnesium mm-hmm. think, yeah something i forget which one <laughs> it's a quick google search but um yeah we should have there's some things we could have added to the soil probably but i think at that point it was too late so um anyway uh, well so maybe some soil amending over the course of the year and then you, yeah. um, yeah. So then you can, then you can get some better results for next year. Have you ever done one of those soil tests where you send it off to be analyzed? Um, no, I have not. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I haven't. <laughs> Okay. I did it one year and, um, I was really, it was really nice to actually have some direction for, for the amending. And, um, so maybe try it after the winter, you know, a few, uh, before, obviously a few weeks before you want to start planting to give you time to amend, but it was, it was kind of nice. Maybe I need to do it sometime this year too, to, to prep for next year. Cause I mm-hmm. definitely, 
was not, um, and I think, I think all of us learn from our gardens every year and no two years are the same because we don't have any of the same weather. We don't have, um, you know, things, things change and shift and we don't get the same exact conditions. So I I think that, I think that it keeps you humble. Like it's, it really does you cause you can be so good. You can have an amazing garden one year and then actual total poop the next year. (laughs) I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of, um, I think it's kind of like life. I think (laughs) it's a metaphor for life. Eight humble pie. This Mm -hmm. I also, I really let weeds go. I got busy, which is another reason I'm going to burn it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh yeah. Burn it down. We really let it go. Um, I'm so interested because I'm going to dig my sweet potatoes next week. I'm so interested because it, I mean, it is overgrown so much. Mm-hmm. Hard to understand what could grow there. Oh, <laughs> that anyway. Sweet potatoes. They, I've had some crazy sweet potatoes before, like art, like artwork type. Yeah, oh, wow. around it was so neat. Well, yeah. I'm excited. I, I hope I'm surprised. But like I said, there's just there's just so many exciting things. Like I saw a dill, a random dill plant growing. Oh, in fabulous! The I was like, oh, I don't. Okay. <laughs> You're like, welcome. You're all welcome. Come here. Yes, come. Oh my gosh. All right. So Jenny, what was your biggest win? And then what was your biggest fail? Hmm. When I would say tomatoes, they Mm -hmm. did, they did pretty well. They only seemed to bear once. I definitely had hornworms, but because I planted like 45 plants, it was Mm -hmm. fine. Um, I would have been overrun if the plants had continued to bear, but it worked mm-hmm. out just as it should. Um, a fail, one one would be really weird is that the jalapenos turned out to be banana peppers. And I have no idea why. It was um, a seed mishap somewhere along the line. Oh, wow. I don't know. So okay. weird. So Kristen and I were able to do a swap and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it all worked out. But there were, there seemed to be a lot of seed mishaps this year because there are a lot of people talking about, um, having the wrong types of peppers or the wrong tomatoes. Have you guys heard any of that? Huh? Yeah. 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 I've, I've thought a lot about that. I think it's because maybe people don't understand how to save seeds. That might be. You know what I mean? And so that, I don't know, but I, I've heard so much about it and I've heard I saw so many people complain about yellow ball cucumbers that were bitter. Yes. So, yep. so okay. So it's not all my fault. Like no, I know that. Oh no, 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 no. <sighs> I had a, I had a good number of them too. Okay. Well, that makes me feel better. All right. So, so let's, let's talk about like plans for next year. So Kristen's going to burn it down. And that sounds really fun. Um, I'd like to do that in maybe some other areas of my life. So if I could borrow that torch a little later, that would be great. I'm just kidding. Um, a little bit. So that, so that's kind of your plan to, to almost wipe the slate clean. But 
anybody have any real big um, other things that you're going to be doing for next year to, to have something more successful than it was this year besides burning it down? I can jump in real quick because it's not a lot, but um, we loved the Google culture that we Mm -hmm. did this year. We think with the materials that we have like at our property, it works like so perfectly. Um, We have a lot of wood and we have a lot of brush and stuff like that. So we've already made a second um, Mm. uh, berm. Uh, So we're going to have two big berms and it really increases your um, surface area where you can grow. Um, So, so we're excited about that. Lee has um, this growing this year was, we weren't really even planning on doing a big garden at all. So a lot of things we did were like last minute, like, Oh, well, let's just throw these in the ground. It'll be fine. So um, nothing was really planned out. It was probably a little late in the season anyway, but for next year, we're both super excited. And I want to say that this group and Kristen, like you guys <laughs> really like encourage that again, because we both were landscapers and garden center employees. Like, like this has been our life for a really long time. Aww. We're kind of like just with kids, like felt really burnt out on the whole thing. But this year really sort of, like that passion sort of got lit again you got rejuvenated yeah definitely mm-hmm. especially in lee so because <laughs> talk about burn it down we had these beautiful raised beds and like he literally ripped them up like we ripped them we tore them down <laughs> and did gra- like i mean that's how how we were like done i was like we'll just go to costco it's not a big deal but then 2020 you know sort of made us change our mm-hmm more and so mm-hmm. and then Virginia changing some laws made us just get more excited about being in the garden again and so yeah it was but I really say that this group has helped um bring that back around so I love you guys and thank you so much oh <laughs> that's so awesome <laughs> yeah another Google culture for sure like those are super cool like because you almost double your space in like a row like mm-hmm. like a you know like a triangle almost so you take your surface area and like almost double it right because you've got that mound a berm is what some people would call it but anyway so we're excited about that that is awesome i can you post pictures in the group yeah later because yeah. i want to see what you're talking about I'm, I'm 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 a visual learner yeah <laughs> all a um draw like a little diagram because the pictures are real like because it's just a mound it just looks like a mound of dirt it looks really the pictures just don't do it justice they don't Mm -hmm. show big it is and it just it looks it looks really silly like the pictures that i've taken it's like oh look at that (laughs) (laughs) there is nothing exciting looking at all it just doesn't translate into the right I don't in a know. photo so you might yeah. need a video then for us yeah yeah it's 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 funny but the science behind it is really cool like it's it's permaculture long like like 
as everything breaks down naturally, you get more and more nutrients coming yeah. out of the soil. So it's really, I just love the idea of it, um, especially for things that are more, um, like if you can get more heirloom stuff, more, you know, perennial uh, gardening going on, then it'll be great for that too. So that's Very neat. Yeah, excited. Thanks. So, all right, Jenny, you guys kind of opened up some new areas in your, um, in your yard, yard, homestead, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. that weren't brand new beds. Did you feel like new beds did really well this year? They actually did. Um, so I, I was very pleased with it because it was sort of a, a late decision, like, okay, we're doing this. Yep. We're doing Mm -hmm. it, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, I think, I think the soil quality was great. We, we had excellent compost. Um, I just loved what we got out, um, out just outside of Harrisonburg. And then, um, one thing that I maybe will change, I haven't quite decided, but I think we'll probably change is, I wanted nice straight beds with grass paths between them and mm-hmm. all of that. And it's beautiful. And anytime that the guys did mow it and, you know, get it nice, it was beautiful. And I loved it that way. But there was a lot of time in between where I was hand pulling grass mm-hmm. around the edge of every bed. Mm-hmm. Like instead of doing the normal weeding and pruning that you would do, I was yanking grass by the handful. So I think we probably would do away with those. Now he hand dug every one of those and removed I that remember. sod. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of thought when we did it that we may not keep it. Um, I'm half tempted to put a couple pigs in there, honestly. Oh, to like tamp it down. To till. I mean, they would fertilize it. They would till it the whole nine yards. I mean, yeah. Except there are strawberries and asparagus. So then (laughs) that's the problem. So I might brainstorm that a little bit, but maybe even chickens. Does anyone know, do chickens get the vine borers and the squash bug larvae? Yes. Jason is about to put our chicken tractor on our, on awesome. the parts that we're not going to burn. <laughs> okay. Really? Okay. So yeah. let's talk about that. The chickens will, I what are you hoping that they will eat? What's the goal? Well, so we hope that they will eat the bugs and they will eat grass and things like weeds and different certain, certain things they will work on it and then they will poop on it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I wish I had taken good pictures. Jason might have good pictures from where our chicken tractor was on our turkey yard this summer mm-hmm. and there, especially at first were clear rectangles just of this yeah. beautiful grass um, wow. where, where it was funny because when you first moved it, it was all dead and again, pooped on and gross, like weird looking mm-hmm. um, <laughs> with, it, with a couple of weeks though, all of a sudden there's, brand new growth and it is so beautiful and lush but we really are hoping that they get a lot of larvae and um do some a lot of scratching there to get bugs up to eat those up and um so yeah jason that's his that's his other four 
our garden. So Je- Jenny, Jason's idea for your house is for you to <laughs> is for you to put move your chickens over there for a while. Okay. I okay. If, I wonder if we could just put something over those parts we don't want them at. I don't know. That's, I think that's like a tarp. What, we'll figure it out. Anyway, Even chicken wire would be fine. Yeah, um, they're, they're they be- they need moved anyway. I'm not real happy. They were never supposed to stay where they are right now. So that would be that would be a welcome change to regrow their ground a little bit too. Yeah, I think that would be a real clever thing to do. Oh, I love having more than one man brain. Yeah. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's good. awesome. You know, <laughs> my husband friend things. <laughs> I love that. I know. I'm like, <laughs> what's Jason say? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> what we talked about winds in the garden, but like you guys took on a lot of um, like animal, mm-hmm. animal too. Like yeah. this year, that was that was huge. Like, how many chickens did you guys process? Mm. Oh my, that's that would be fun. Jeez, uh, it was like forty a couple of times, and then sixty one time, right? Yeah. Yeah. We we did we did the cooks too. And yeah. There was I many- wonder if we hit 300. I bet we did. I bet we did too cuz we also took on extras and those ducks. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Ducks. Ducks. <laughs> oh. I saw someone try to sell their about- Pekin Pekin ducks. I was like, "Oh, don't do it. Nobody I- don't. <laughs> don't <laughs> buy not- those. You're going to be don't hungry." <laughs> It's all a lie. The far raw raw duck on on the national lampoon. That's a lie. I don't know what kind of duck that is, but that's oh. not that's not oh what gosh. these look like. That had to have been a goose. Oh my gosh, that's too funny. It was a goose, wasn't it? I don't I think it was a duck. I don't know. I don't know. I made all of our kids eat duck one night, just saying except Rebecca's kids, but everybody else's kids. <laughs> I made all of them. <laughs> That's awesome. I think I tried to cook it too fast. I'm sure it's fine. It just wasn't very meaty. I haven't even done mine yet. It's still sitting in the fridge, in the freezer, I, think, I mean. Oh, yeah. I think it has to cook l- slow. Yeah. Mm. All my ducks are still quacking. So, oh, yeah. I yes. Bet I, that was sure. those feathers. <laughs> okay so let's let's talk about um let's talk about seeds because we we started down that road for a minute talking about that there were some mishaps with um seeds not being kind of what they were supposed to be but next year where do you guys see yourselves getting your seeds like what are your what are your favorites and and seed catalogs that you'll start getting this winter i found a new place it's called eden's garden oh Uh, and we got them i can't remember if we got them we got them with the plan of doing it for this year but it was too late it was like Mm -hmm. that'd be so so we just put them in the freezer and are saving them for um, this early spring. So okay. I can post a link to that place. It looked really solid. Everything's organic and uh, well, most things are organic, but um, yeah, it looks good. 
So okay. true. Seed. They're in Asheville, I think. And I, it was cool because I saw them when they, I think when they were like first starting out and to see how it's grown. Um, that's another cool place for seeds. Like they, like they collect them themselves. Like it's really, really cool. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. I have a cart going uh, with Southern exposure. I, I mm-hmm. really like their seeds a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's Jason and I are working on an order through there, which can I just tell you guys, if you're like, Oh, it would be so neat to do this. Listen, Jason did this on his own. He did gardening by himself until 2020 when I was like, Hey, we better do that. <laughs> I feel like this is a good idea. Hey. <laughs> I like that you're doing this. I know, I know what we should do. <laughs> what you are already <laughs> do, okay? <laughs> but I'm gonna join you, and we're gonna make it even better. <laughs> Figure that out. Um, and but it has been it has become. We used to joke that we did not like anything. We didn't like to do anything that was the same. And at this point, we really like to do almost everything together, like this. So, which I think is a funny evolution in our relationship. Yes. But it was not always this way. Right. But anyway, yes, him and I have been working on an order from Southern Exposure. So the seed, like I said, I do like those. I do like their seeds a lot. So. And is that where you get your onion sets too? No, I get those from Dixondale. That's right. Okay. Yeah. I get. Dixondale and I cannot recommend them highly enough. My onions were just, they were unbelievable this year. And I know with, they just had a good start. So yeah, that's awesome. And is that also where you do your potato starts too? No, we just get, we just go to the farm co-op and get those. Oh, right on. Okay. He just gets a big old bag. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. Perfect. So, Jenny, do you have a favorite? No, I have no idea. Mine came okay. from a little bit from everywhere, different garden centers and different catalog. I will have to like go in my email and look for order confirmations to yeah. remember what in the world I even did. I yeah. No idea. Yeah. I actually didn't do almost anything from seed this year um just because i don't have the space in my house like i don't yeah. have a i don't have a, i don't i don't have the square footage to put mm. like a bajillion egg cartons with seeds somewhere mm-hmm. safe that wouldn't get you know absolutely destroyed by my children um yeah thing so i is that that's the same for you rebecca oh yeah the safe thing is the kicker like there aren't yeah, yeah. <laughs> anymore yeah. leave it yeah. alone <laughs> oh my gosh yeah if I tried to if I if I did mine from seed there would be no kitchen table for all of those months and that mm-hmm. is not really an option currently I need the kitchen no. table so uh one day one day um yeah I couldn't do well, that when mine were little no yeah, I, re- sure. I remember them getting tipped over and not getting enough sunlight the same thing it takes up space and even this year, you know, they still got tipped. The dogs would bump them and it was, yeah. I don't know. I need, 
that's one thing I would change. Just get a better solution for that. Maybe more light. I think my plants were more leggy and small than, you know, when I would go into the garden center or see someone else's plants. So I got a later start. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure. Maybe more lights. Yeah. Kristen, did you I, do, you did your seedlings in the basement, didn't you? Yes. Jason has a rack. Yes. I, I think that's what I want to explore. Yeah. He has, well, he has racks down there that he puts, that he's got lights on, but then we also mm -hmm. have hydroponics downstairs. And so yeah. if our hydroponics beds that aren't being used, <clears throat> he can slide plants under those lights. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh. Nice. Yeah, well, that's, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like at some point it would be awesome to have Jason teach a class on how to get started with hydroponics because mm -hmm. the setup that you guys have is is really neat. And he just he's he's really put together some really awesome um, materials and, and made it work really well for a lot of years. I'd really like for him to do it too. I think that, you know, he sees the flaws and Aww. make it from scratch. Like he, you know, like it's none of the, except the lights are store-bought. He, he built those tables and, yeah. and he built the, the, I don't even know what they're called. <laughs> they're mm. called, um, they're the, there's two different kinds of systems that we have. One's a cracky tank and one is something else. <laughs> so Jason's listening to this right now going, Are you serious, Kristen? You don't know. Right. <laughs> you don't know these words. You, why don't you know these words? I I I've been telling you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so, uh, ladies, is there anything else that is kind of noteworthy that you're kind of telling yourself, oh, I've got to remember that for next year. Oh, I need to do that differently next year. Is there anything else that really pops into your brain while you're thinking about that? I'm going to, I'm going to tell you the thing for myself. I did onions, um, for the first time this year and the soil that I planted them in, I am kind of maxed out on the space that I have for gardening here at the house. And I planted the onions in a spot that was way, way, way too rocky, like mm -hmm. so rocky. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I'm just going to do it. This is the only other place that I can slap a bed. So I'm going to, I'm going to make this happen. But then I learned from Kristen that it needs to be kind of that lighter, fluffier, mm. and they don't like to be restricted. And so mine turned out, well, they, they look like the little candy onions, like, you know? oh, yeah. <laughs> like they're small. They're tough. <sighs> Um, so next year, that'll be that'll be the thing for me is um, making sure that I've got them in a nice light and fluffy area um, oh. instead of that rocky space that I attempted. But yeah. I gave it a shot. My problem was onion related too. Um, I think I harvested too late because like the outside layer was slimy on a lot of them. Um. And I thought I could maybe still dry them out, but no, not really. So I lost a lot of them, even though the plants looked beautiful and it was rewarding. Mm. Uh, and I ate, I ate more tops than onions. I'll just say that I would just, okay. 
if I was cooking, I would clip a top and chop it into whatever I was making. Nice. But yeah. So harvest those sooner. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I think that for this, is Kristen, for us, I would. Um, so one, one funny mistake that we made this year was that we really wanted to grow popcorn and we knew we needed to grow it really far away from the sweet corn because we didn't want it to cross pollinate mm-hmm. or we want to try to get it mm-hmm. to not. And so we planted it. It was one of the last things we planted. And we realized when we did it, that the seeds were kind of old, like that mm. we had a while ago and we still went for it anyway. I would make sure I would toss those if I went back. Um, next year, I will have fresh things. <laughs> nice. Time, especially something that's being direct sowed um, with things that are questionably maybe old. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we had four come up and we were like, I'll oh, pull them up. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. But there was like a whole lost part of my yeah. garden because of that. at that mm. point, it wasn't a good time to go in and sow something else. So anyway. Yeah. So Rebecca, what about you? Um, our biggest thing was we found out later, <laughs> um, what is it like squash, anything in the squash family, um, cucumbers, like all of those plants that get the real broad leaves, mm-hmm. um, that are more susceptible to, um, powdery mildew mm-hmm. uh, that we will, not be doing those types of plants anywhere near CBD. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, we oh. had a major, like, we thought it was going to be loss of everything. Um, oh. how, once it started, we had that, it had been so dry for so long. As soon as we got a little bit of rain, um, that powdery mildew just flushed on our um mm. squash plants and so you know you have big broad leaves full of just powdery mildew and so we ripped them up while not thinking about it um the cbd had been fighting it this whole time but that was just too much and so it started showing signs all over the place thankfully lee is super diligent and um we did a lot we did some experimenting with it. Um, we used our fogger that oh. we used for the bees um, with coconut oil and thieves oil mm-hmm. in it, actually. And, like, fogged them so, so much. So, like, because you're not adding more water. Because most of the things are, like, add water. And then yeah. the CBD's flowering then like you don't want that all over the flower so it's it was like what are we gonna do so it was like well you could i couldn't you know we could see ourselves ingesting coconut oil and um and thieves oil so it was like that sounds okay and it will be you know antibacterial and all the stuff so antifungal um just fogged it and it it, we think It came out of it. So, oh my goodness. Yeah, it was really awesome. But next year, <laughs> the Hoogle mm. culture 
um, will not have uh, squash. We're going to do the squash and um, we're going to do the three sisters or is it four mm-hmm. sisters? You know what I'm talking about? Where you do yes. corn, beans mm-hmm. and squash um, together. We're going to do that down in a whole separate mm-hmm. area. Like, like hundreds of feet away. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because that was like, oh no. Oh, it it yeah. was like he was so stressed out. I was like, um, but um, but we got out of it, so it was really good. Um, yeah, that, gosh, that was probably that, our big way was do not plant things mm. that are not. It is, it is so cool that you used thieves to to do that to, to kind of bring to revitalize everything. That's really neat. Yeah, mm. but we with our bees too because we're treatment free with them as well mm-hmm. and we you know because everybody it is crazy the amount of chemicals that conventional beekeeping encourages you to use like insane um we were really that was one of the biggest shockers when we first got into bees was like and we were like there has to like no way there is no way that this has to be you know what you do for bees like people have been mm-hmm. keeping bees for thousands of years no way so um so yeah looking into it uh there were people who would fog their bees with mineral oil and we oh. were like mineral oil either but so we switched to coconut oil it works just fine the pictures of us fogging the um cbd plants is so funny <laughs> um because they're just cbd covered in smoke <laughs> it looks really funny but um yeah but with the bees as well it's um it's is uh it's just this natural thing that coats them in a thin layer of coconut oil and thieves and so with the bees we used um we didn't use thieves on the bees we used something else we used a couple of things wintergreen and um something else because it was for mites specific mm. so anyway uh, but this was for fungal. So we did thieves and could have done purification probably as well. But um, mm-hmm. um, anyway, yeah, it was, it was really awesome. We we're really, like, we're, we're like, sure it helped. Oh my gosh. You definitely need to um, share pictures of that in the homepage because everybody is going to want to know these solutions that aren't full of chemicals. That's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Fogger's fun. It's like fun to use. <laughs> it's like yeah, <laughs> it's a neat thing. Yeah, we're torching stuff and fogging stuff. I- like this is this, <laughs> this is good times. <laughs> Fire. Yes. Well, ladies, thank you so much for talking about your wins and losses and um and and kind of plans for next year. It's it's always a learning experience, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Something new every year. All right. Well, um, if you guys have not yet checked us out on the homepage.life, please go and and see and look for the pictures of uh, Rebecca dressed up in some fogging uniforms and um, pictures of 
people torching their gardens in hopes of a better <laughs> next year. <laughs> but seriously, come and join us because the community is so great and being able to learn from each other and um, and and how to keep a home and keep a garden that it's in line with all of our goals. It's a really awesome group to be a part of. So come and check us out, please. And we will see you guys back next week. We drop a new podcast each and every Monday. We'd love to hear your comments or questions and let us know um, what you'd like us to jump into next in terms of subjects. So let us hear from you, subscribe and turn your notifications on so you always know when the newest one has dropped. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. so much for tuning in to the homegirls podcast be sure to join our community at the homepage.life we'll be back next monday with our next episode sending love from our homes to yours <laughs> <laughs>